0: This podcast is part of the zeo to hero Podcast Network.
1: AvenuePodcast.net
0: Hello, all my beautiful people. It's time for another fun episode of If You Give a Dad a Podcast, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. I have on the majestic Misty Marks this time, and uh, she was a lot of fun to talk to. We talk about all kinds of things, from uh, starting out in ROW training with Booker T., to training with Jazz and uh, Rodney Mack in Dog Pound. We even talk about some of the matches that she would like to have in the future and some of her favorite people to wrestle. Uh, we even talk about the big leagues. We've got stories in here. This episode is a blast and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Um, I-, I know that I did recording. it. And for those of you who are here just to listen to the Misty Marks episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear. And I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes I have here as well. So if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road.
2: If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, dad.
0: So where did you actually train at? I made a really good
3: career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had to punch me face. I wasn't about to call you dad, so. <laughs>
2: Seriously? I felt like it
3: was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos for some reason. Like it triggers really? certain people. Yeah.
2: Wow. I was actually lost mm-hmm. as an intern. And I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited for this one. Bro. Get
0: getting punched in the face on the daily do you always do these interviews with your shirt off (laughs) what
1: man this guy won't shut up
0: all right everybody so this one is going to be a lot of fun i think today i have a uh, wrestler out of the texas area she actually was the inaugural women's champion for dog pound championship wrestling she is also the apw queens champion and the vwr genesis champion uh, like i said she works with dog pound tsw row and even texoma and i am talking about misty marks how are you doing today
1: yes you are talking about misty marks and i am doing great how are you
0: i'm doing wonderful you know i'm just uh glad to be out here talking to you
1: i'm happy you uh you invited me to come on so we can chit chit
0: yeah i think uh this is gonna be a lot of fun
1: agreed so
0: I mean this is something that we all love and I you know I talk about people uh, or I talk to people about wrestling quite a bit and everything and uh, I love to get their story about what actually got you into wrestling
1: Well I've been interested in wrestling since I was a little girl um I would I would say my mom kind of okay. got me into it she was a huge fan mm-hmm. and uh I just remember one day you know sitting down with her watching it when I was about Ooh, I want to say like eight or nine or something around that age. Okay. And um ever since then I, I got I was hooked. I remember the first casting match I saw on SmackDown with my mom and her every time someone would get body slammed or you know hit yeah. the mat, yeah. she would go boom and she would scare me. So at first I did <laughs> I hated it. At first I hated it. Yeah. But after, you know, watching the the greats, the Rockstone, Cole, Hulk Hogan, like watching them, I kind of just got into it. Great. Right. <laughs>
0: You kind of grew up around the attitude and ruthless aggression era, I think. Didn't mm-hmm. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. That's a that's a great time for wrestling. I mean, uh, the, it's full of memorable moments. Um, is there anyone in particular that, like, when you saw that, you're like, "This is," I think this is something that I want to do.
1: You know what? The, it it I didn't cross my mind if it if, if it's something that I wanted to do until I got older in age. I got in my twenties. Okay. Um, I graduated college. Um, mm-hmm. I was with someone and I would bug him about watching wrestling. Like we got to get home to watch wrestling. Like we got to get home. Like, <laughs> like our date night is going to be early or we got to go the day before because I got to get home and watch wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my birthday came around and uh, I think the week before that Smackdown was in Houston and I went, I bought it. I got a specially made shirt with Naomi. She was my favorite. Well, she is my favorite wrestler. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And he was like, why don't you try wrestling? And I was like, you can't try that. Like, what are you talking about? So (laughs) I did some research and I came across Booker T's reality wrestling school and lo and hold, he had a fantasy camp. So I I went to uh, pay my money to do the fantasy camp, just went in and that day I took my very first bump and it was fun. I just, I haven't looked back. Wow.
0: Well, I, I know that you've done training and stuff with uh Jazz and uh, Rodney Mack, too. Mm-hmm. Um I've had a couple people from Dog Pound on here. Uh, I've had actually uh two. of I've had the Grayson's. I've had uh Xander and Nathaniel both on here. So uh I know a little bit about Dog Pound Championship wrestling and stuff. So where all is it ha- that you've trained at?
1: I've trained at two places thus far. It, it's been at Reality of Wrestling and now at Dog Pound. Okay.
0: And uh, you've done actually pretty well there, like uh, like you said right before we got on here. Um, you know, you were the inaugural uh, champion at Dog Pound for the women's. I condition.
1: was, yes, yeah. I was, absolutely. Well, and it's a, crazy what... that um that I was because like I'd never, I didn't think I would be, you know, the inaugural champion. You know, have right. to, you know, after wrestling a legend like. Um, uh, Angel Orsini, like I didn't think that I would beat her. I mean, she's a legend in the business herself. So to beat a legend to become the first ever, it's like what?
0: Right. So what
1: was, it was it was a great honor for me to represent Dog Pound in that way, and I can always sound the inaugural, you know.
0: Right. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's got to be very nerve wracking too. What was going through your mind whenever uh, that match was going on?
1: Uh, it was like the whole thing. My mom was, ah, don't, don't, don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> Don't screw this up, but beat her ass. Like you, this is <laughs> this is what you've been fighting for. You've been fighting to be the top dog, yeah. Um, yeah. at dog pound, you know. Uh, so I was like, you gotta beat her ass. You gotta beat her ass. So that yeah. was like the first yeah. thing that was in my mind, and I was really really nervous. I remember telling Jazz like, Jazz, are you sure you want me to wrestle her? You know, for the title. Like this is yeah. crazy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was like I'm I'm wrestling a a, a legend. Like yeah. you know, I train with Jazz like every you know every day.
0: Uh-huh. But, you know,
1: uh-huh. she's a legend in her own right. And then Angel Arsini, another legend. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Like, it's just like, it's a Living the dream. Feeling. Like, yeah, like all <laughs> these, like wrestling, these amazing women. I'm just like, okay, girl, like you've only been like in ring competing for like a year and you're already, you know, wrestling these legends and they're giving you great feedback after your matches. It's right. like, it's. Yeah, it's
0: nice. Well, I mean, I'm all the way in, uh, I'm in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, so I'm a little ways away from where you guys are at. But, you know, your name traveled all the way up here. I know plenty of people. In fact, uh, I work with uh, uh, Diamond State Wrestling up here in Northwest Arkansas. And I was talking to the guy who runs the company was... there. And yeah. um, he, I told him, I was like, oh, I'm recording with uh, Misty Marks. He's like, oh, really? So, you know, he, your name has even traveled all the way up here, you know. So you've done amazing stuff since you've been in here even though I know that you've been in for what is it two years now
1: I've been in ring competing for two years I've been in the business for four
0: wow yeah yeah you've done some really awesome stuff then
1: thank you I'll be saying it to myself I'm like dang it's been it's really been like four years yeah like I tell myself that all the time like yeah, now the stuff I've come accomplished in this short amount of time, I'm like, okay, like what else is there to come in the next four more years? Like, girl, what you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you never know what's gonna come on down the road. So,
1: yeah.
0: so uh, you said that your mom is the one who actually got you into wrestling. H- how is she <laughs> with all this? Is she your biggest fan in the front row?
1: Crazy, no. Really? Um, like, yeah. After I got into it as a young child. I guess the older I got, the more my mom was no longer interested in wrestling. Gotcha. So when I told her, you know, I made the announcement, I was like, hey, mom, I'm going to wrestle. She was like, okay. (laughs) Like, she was like, I don't think she knew what to say. Like, my daughter wrestling. Okay, whatever, girl. Like, you ain't going (laughs) to do that. And, you know, now, like, I was holding, well, now I have two championships and I was a Nargo champion. You know, she's big come around to be more supportive I think it was more of her like I'm her only daughter okay so for her only daughter to want to go out and wrestle she was like no that's my baby like my baby girl is not doing that right but I think she sees now four years and she, I've been traveling a lot she's like all right she not playing with this like yeah. this is something she's going to do so she's been she's been supportive she's come to a few matches that she can make it to that's cool But yeah you know.
0: Well, you know, and you can be like, "Mom, it's it's okay. I'm a badass. You know, I can do this."
1: Oh, she knows it now. But (laughs) (laughs) when she sees me in a ring with a bigger girl, because every now and then I'll send her about matches, she was like, "Why that big girl beat you up like that? I don't like that." I'm like, "Mom, it's okay. Like, you see, I'm safe. I'm talking to you right now. It's okay." Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So, who would you say are some of your biggest influences on your in-ring style?
1: Jazz for sure, jazz and mm-hmm. Booker T for sure. Those yeah. two have um, made an impact on it. Even Rodney Mac, like the certain things that he does, being the fact that he was a, a amateur wrestler, yeah, he showed me some things. So I feel like I get like a mixture of all three of them when I wrestle.
3: Yeah.
0: So I actually have a funny story with Rodney, uh-uh. and uh, well, so I follow him on uh, Twitter, and he started following me back and everything. Well, I started getting these messages on on there but I knew it wasn't him because it was somebody sending me like kissy face emojis and stuff <laughs> so, I sent him a message on Facebook and said hey I think you're, you've you been hacked or something like that and uh, then he responded and he was like yeah I did but I got it fixed I was like I didn't think that was you sending me kissy faces <laughs> so <laughs> I've always got that story to tell so <laughs> wow
1: yeah, I'm pretty sure Rodney Mac would not be sending, you know.
0: No, candy. no, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not even on a really good day, you
0: know. N- no. <laughs> <laughs> you say that you um, you trained with Book- in Booker T School too, correct?
1: Correct. That's where I started.
0: Okay, and I, I actually uh, met him one time, and I got to say he's probably one of the nicest wrestlers that I've ever met.
1: Thanks.
0: Um, he was. <laughs> I He had nobody at his table, and so I just walked up and was like, hey, I was at a Comic-Con. And, uh, man, he just stood there and talked to me like he knew me. And I was like, man, this is the coolest thing ever. So every time I hear somebody who knows Booker T, I'm like, yeah, that's the coolest dude ever.
1: Thanks. He's really nice.
0: So we've talked about how you got your your, your wrestling-style influences. What are the influences behind your uh, character?
1: Oh, that's a great... That's a great question. Um, I don't know. I think she was just developed as I continued it into my career. Like mm-hmm. um, I remember when I first came out, like with my whole gear design, I didn't know where I wanted to go with it. I just know like before I even was wrestling, I had my gear. Like yeah. uh, I started off as a referee. I know most of my fans know that. I started off as a referee at Roe. Okay. And then um I already had my gear. Like I had gear ready then. Like, my gear was ready, I think, a year before I even debuted. So I just came up with the gear idea. I just, like, I, I want to do like this half and half thing. Like, you know, I'm a bad bitch, but I'm also sweet. Like, that's what I wanted my gear <laughs> to come off as. Yeah. And so, like, um, as I, you know, when I left Booker T and I went to uh, Dog Pound, um, jazz kind of gave me, because uh, there, there are no female trainers at Row.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm.
1: to go to jazz uh, to school where jazz is at and she kind of gave me the lay of the land when it comes to like women and their gear and stuff like that she kind of be like oh I like it Misty but you need to do this to your gear you need to do this to your gear you need to get wrestling boots like she she elevated my gear style right. and I think when she did that it kind of moved into okay now that you have that down who is Misty Marks yeah. like you need to find out who Misty Marks is what's the fighting style you want to go with so as I had more and more matches, I just developed to this bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Like Jazz. Like Jazz always <laughs> said, I'm that bitch. I'm that bitch. Yeah. So I think I'm like the little bitch of Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it developed. Yeah. And I like it. I'm still, I'm not going to lie though. I'm still trying to figure out who Misty Mark is as far as um, how she want to be portrayed to the fans, to little girls. I'm still trying to figure that out. Right. But at the end of the day, Misty Marks is a little bitch of jazz. <laughs> if that makes sense.
0: Yes, I, I I totally understand. Um so you know that's one thing that I I have noticed. You said something there that um so I have a daughter and um mm-hmm. when we go to these matches she always lights up whenever the the women's matches starts and stuff like that. And being a role model for the young girls and stuff is it, it's very important. You know, it's an important job that uh you know people don't take lightly and so i'm happy to see women out there like you that are showing that strong portrayal of a woman i know you said that it's something that you've thought about and everything but is it anything that you've um adapted into the character that you're portraying
1: of course um i know they're not they're not well at one point there wasn't a lot of black wrestlers
0: right and
1: uh now there's so many and then the pool of black female wrestlers have shortened, mm-hmm. so I like to make sure like young girls know, you know, black or whatever race they may be, that you know wrestling can be for everybody. Like right. it's so versatile, like yeah. it's crazy, and um I feel like the way I wrestle, I try my best to portray something to a young girl. Like dang, if Misty Mars can do that,
3: right? You
1: know, I could do that too. Like if she like. I'm a short, thick girl. Okay, I can't get high <laughs> as the smaller girls or do all this flippy stuff. Yeah, but when I do do something that's great, it's like what you can do that. I'm like, yeah, I can do that, girl. It Took a lot of practice, but <laughs> I got it done. And to like come out and you know shake all of their hands and go to the meet and greets and meet them there, and they're like, "Misty, you're my biggest fan." I'm like, "What me? Yeah, like mm-hmm. me, like this small girl from Houston, come from, come up in the hood, like." i'm like me it's it's crazy yeah you know
0: no i i I totally get that and uh like i said i appreciate that you know having a daughter myself and uh, being able to see her light up whenever we go to these shows whenever the women get in the ring that way she's like look they can do it too you know It, it, it makes my day whenever i see that
1: yeah I love seeing those little girls. I, I take so many pictures, I think mainly with little girls. Yeah. And for them to ask me these questions, like how you do this, you know, what school can I go to? I'm like, come to the school, like come train with me. Like, yeah. I'm not the teacher, but you know, I'll be in the <laughs> ring with you. I can guide you. You know, uh, Jazz's daughter, uh, Sky Max. she, even though she's younger than me, she teach me some stuff. I mean, She comes to the school. We train together like she's one of the young black girls I would like to influence, even though she has her mom on this bigger scale. But, you know, me and her are a little bit closer in age. But just that right there just makes me happy, you know?
0: Yeah. So I know that Misty Marks is uh, a worked name, I guess you could say. How did you come up with the with your name?
1: Oh, okay. So I'm in a group with some friends like uh, we would alternate on um who house we would have the next pay-per-view at so if there's a pay per view, oh, okay. like All right, house, we going to yeah so those yeah. group of friends i have um i put in a uh what's it called a survey and i was like hey y'all which name which i already figured out my first name and the way i came up with it was um i was like what name that no one has in the business that can stand out amongst other names mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i did a couple little research i knew i wanted my name to start with the m So I just started, uh, like, rambling off M names off the top of my head. And I was like, ooh, okay, Misty. I like Misty. I like Misty. It's mysterious. I can do a lot of wordplay with Misty. So I stuck with that name. And then I couldn't figure out my last name. Couldn't figure it out for nothing. So uh, going back (laughs) to my previous, uh, what I was saying, I put it in the, put the survey in it. And I think I had Ford, Mark, uh... And it was like two other ones I can't think of right now. Mm-hmm. And all my mm-hmm. friends was like, I don't like none of them. <laughs> they was like, I don't like none of them. <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, y'all got to pick one. Just pick one. So the majority was Mark. Uh-huh. And then uh, one of them in a the group was like, why don't you put an S on it and make it Marks? And I was like, oh, I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. So, you know, Misty Marks was created. That's so cool.
0: And I like the way yeah. you spell it. it. It's a very <laughs> unique spelling for Misty, you know, um. I had to be honest. I had to check my spelling whenever I'm doing my research <laughs> and everything to make sure that I was going to the right places. So yeah. I, I, I like that.
1: When I first, uh, I I did the original original spelling uh, in my S T Y, and I was like, that don't I don't know the spelling of it just didn't look like me.
3: Yeah,
0: like
1: yeah. that don't look like something I would spell like that. Right. So I was like, man, how can I make it better? Mm-hmm. So when I switched the Y and the I's, I was like, that looks good. I was like, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add another I. There you go. Because in my mind, I was thinking, like, I started off as a referee. Now I'm a wrestler. That's two eyes. Okay. Like, I'm twice as good. Like, There you go. So that's how I came up with that whole thing of putting two eyes at the end. So, yeah.
0: I like that. And then the majestic part. Mm-hmm. How did that come in?
1: So I knew I wanted another word with the M
0: <laughs> that <laughs>
1: portrays me as being, like, really great. So yeah. when I put in, I think the word I used was "excellent," uh-huh. and I was looking up synonyms to "excellent," and then uh-huh. "majestic" came. I said, "Yep, I want to use that." So, <laughs> so I was like, "Yes." Yeah. So I was like, "Whenever you say me, I am the majestic one, or call me majestic, either one." There so that's go. how that mm-hmm. was born. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, "Triple M," like Mister Majestic, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And another thing too, I wanted to find a name that was Googleable.
0: Like okay.
1: You, yeah, like if you Google Misty Marks, there's no mistaking that you found me.
0: Right. Yeah. I, like, I mean, I think you were the f- the first couple results was uh was you. I think the first one that came up was like your Instagram account.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause I put in like you can put in Misty Marks. I think Mystic Falls come up, yeah, or something like that. And that's a famous place, so you know that's not me. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, yeah, when I put that in, like, instantly, you already know it's me. So, I, I think I did pretty good with that.
0: So, do you have a favorite opponent?
1: Favorite opponent? hmm So, two girls I really enjoy. Well, it's more than two. Like, there's so many good competitors out there. But I'm going to I'm gonna list mm, top five. Okay, let's do. No, okay. no particular harder. That's fine. So, Maddie Rinkowski. Okay. Jasmine Alora. Mm-hmm. Um, Mia Friday. All right, Maya World.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, who else I want to join in now? Oh, I want to say Jazz, but we haven't really wrestled. You know, we yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna just at the top four. Though I love wrestling those four women. Yeah. Like we have fun in the ring. We make magic. Oh, Denise Day. I would say Denise Day. Okay. Those five women, like we have fun in the ring, we make magic, and I feel like we have a good um, offset of what the other person does. So when we come with something, it's a good reversal into something else, into something else. And it's like, oh, we did. Like, it's so exciting. (laughs) And they know how to hit. They will hit you, okay? Oh, okay. That it brings out the badass in me. So, Yeah. yeah, those five women, I love it.
0: That's awesome. Do you prefer to be a heel or a face?
1: i prefer to be a heel do you it like like i in ring i prefer to be a heel outside the ring when it comes to the fans i like being a face
0: gotcha i get you, you I, I, from what i hear being a is more fun you know it especially is. you know you get to get out there and talk trash to the crowd and yeah
1: the best thing like i was saying i told someone i said the best thing about being a heel you get to talk shit to people and not care yeah and to see the to see the tears on little kids faces you suck so like that's the best part (laughs) (laughs) that is the best part
0: that's good do you have a favorite fan interaction uh either it being with a being a heel or a face or if you want to give one of each
1: fan interaction Ooh, there's this little boy at reality versus named Coulter. Uh uh-huh he always has a sign and if it's the sign of my opponent, I walk up to him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I rip his sign up, and I throw it in his face. It's the oh, no. best. <laughs> it's the best part of my day when I go to row. But afterwards, <laughs> he always have a candy or a flower for me, and we get. A, I give him a hug oh, and we take a picture. So it's like full circle. But having culture is like the favorite, so my best part of in a fan's interaction. That part right there, tearing up they signs. I love it.
0: Well, and you get both sides of it, too. You get the the, the heel interaction and the face interaction there. With yeah.
1: That so and he really never cool. takes it personally either. But it'd be <laughs> so funny when I do it to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: man.
0: Do you have a dream match?
1: Dream? I get this question a lot. Um, dream match. I don't really have. You know what? I lied. So Vix Crow, a.k.a. Alicia Fox, is now, you know, released Uh from the company and she's on the indie scene. I want to wrestle her. Oh, that'd be cool. She has been such an influence on me since I was calling in voting for her to be top diva. Like that's how (laughs) much of a fan I was back then. Yeah. And I got to meet her. And oh, my God, she's so nice. That's cool. She's very helpful. Very, oh my god! So yes, that's my dream match. Okay. Because now I now I can actually have it. <laughs> it's there you possible. Go. <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah, it's it, it's very possible. And she's done. When she was in the company, she did everything. You know, I mean, she. Yes. You know, I mean, she was in the the diva search, and she was also. I think at one point wasn't she the wedding planner for Edge and Vicky's wedding or something? <laughs> she like that?
1: was. She was <laughs> so, a diva's champion, like. Yeah. Uh, she she's she's troblazed a lot of things, you know. She has and uh, to be with that company for so long, and you know now she's out and she's under Vic's Crow. Like right. that's a she's a legend in her own right as right. well. Yeah, she
0: would definitely be a cool one. Another one that you brought up uh, earlier, um, I'd like to see is you and Naomi.
1: Oh, look, that's another match that's possible too. Yes. So yes, I am with it. We can go glowful for, glow for punch. I am here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I yes, I've loved be seeing. Great. I, I've I've loved seeing what she's doing in Impact and everything. And that yeah, she, to go there and she didn't skip a beat. I mean, she's just Not doing amazing stuff there.
1: Yeah, I liked uh, how she switched it up. She still has the glow persona, but her gear mm-hmm. is fire. Yes, her move sets is still on point. She hasn't lost it at all. I no. love Naomi.
0: Oh yeah, she's always uh, she was one that um, I, I've always loved her, and I you know I felt that she was kind of underutilized at times, and everything. Mm, so you I really, call. I, I, call. I'm very happy with what they're impact now. So
1: yeah, I um for her to have the first like. The, the thing she did with the title to make it glow like that like who yep. would have thought of that like that was right that was so good yeah and then the tag team with her and uh monet
0: yep they were they were hot
1: they were they, they were. were hot and I, I broke my heart when they you know they had they had to do what they had to do and leave right but they're still ha- monet hasn't lost a beat she's yeah. doing yeah. great things in japan it's just I like to see when they leave from somewhere, they they're still progressing and doing what they got to do outside the business. Yep. Both of them. Yeah. Kudos to both of them. Keep making it happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, uh, they definitely have both, like you said, they haven't missed a beat, you know? And I mean, she yep. went straight into uh, new Japan and just like took over, you know, yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> went
1: in with her crown on exactly. Yeah. So like those type of things, like I would love to, you know, accomplish in my career as far as being at the top level, as far as, you know, a lot of people think that will say that WWE is a top level and then leaving from there and still flourishing, getting your fans to come over to other brands and acknowledge that like that's that's great. Oh, yeah. That is great. And I feel like that is very hard to do as a female wrestler, a male wrestler. Baby, your fans don't follow you. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) man it's great I love it
0: look at CM Punk you know I mean
1: (laughs) right but CM Punk how long was he gone and he came back and brought all the fans over there oh yeah like like yeah
0: I mean, I think every week I'm seeing something on the dirt sheets about, oh, maybe he's talking to WWE, you know. I know, I saw something Mm -hmm. like
1: that this week, and I'm like, no, you're not.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, it got to the point where somebody in upper management had to be like, no, we're not talking to him.
1: Yes, i seen it on Twitter, yo. They was like, no, stop stop the rumors.
0: Oh, yeah. But, you know, uh, even with that, uh, when Sasha and Naomi left WWE, they were in the news just about every week, you know, they were where are they going to go they, next. You know, they mm-hmm. actually transcended beyond what their character was uh, in the company and was able to go somewhere else because of the persona that they that they were able to portray when they were on TV.
1: Mm hmm. And I think I think another thing, too, that helped them. I Well, we really don't know how they left WWE, but I feel like right. they left in the most professional way. Yeah. They didn't get on social media bashing. They didn't get on there saying, you know, at this company, they just was like, we're going to do this. And they Mm -hmm. did it and they left and they haven't spoken anything bad about them. That's so professional.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's (laughs) the the thing is, is even when you're trying to go somewhere else, you know, a company doesn't like to see that, that you're bad mouthing another company, you know? And uh, I mean, look at somebody like uh, Ryback, you know? He's Mm. had a lot of bitter things that he said over the internet over the years. And he hasn't really went anywhere else after that, because I I think a lot of the companies have been very much like, you know what? I think we're going to pass because we've seen the way that you act, you know, outside of that. And so having a, being poised and being somebody who can be, you know, respectful, even when things aren't going your way, goes a long ways. So it
1: does. And they haven't bashed a wrestler. They haven't done any of that. And you have, you know, certain wrestlers out here that are bashing other wrestlers. Right. So it's just about how you carry yourself. Even exactly. if they had a bad, even if they had a bad breakup with WWE, we'll never know. And yep. that's, and that's how anyone that's should, should be there. Exactly. It's how it yep. always should be. Just because you didn't work out for you there, it can work out for you somewhere else. You never know who's watching. Exactly. That's one thing like Jazzy you never know who's watching. Always stay professional.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, there was one in particular, uh, you said that, and it just came to my mind, Dexter Loomis. So he was let go. And the only thing he did is he put, made this little video of him, you know, and he pretty much was just saying thank you to the company in his own Dexter Loomis kind of way. And within a few <laughs> months, you know, he was already back in the company. And there was people who were like, that was very classy the way that he did that, you know, and that went a long way to where he was able to come back.
1: Exactly. Because you never like you just think about it, how many wrestlers have left WWE, Mm -hmm. went somewhere else, and came right back?
0: Yep, yep. (laughs) I mean, look at
1: look at Cody Rhodes, how long was Cody gone?
0: Yeah, oh, and the things Cody did too, like the he was able to do the throne and still come back
1: (laughs) and be and be and be uh the prince right now, he was the prince when he came back,
0: exactly, and got
1: that whopping overcome welcome when he came at WrestleMania, yeah, like. It's, it's, it's all about the way you do things. And yeah. that's why I try my best not to bash anyone. Right. not to talk bad right. about any company unless they do me wrong. Cause I have been done wrong yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> by the promoter and the promotion itself. Because there yeah. are some bad promoters out there. Oh my
0: gosh. everywhere
1: too. Look, let me just tell you the story. Okay. So I keep my poise. Okay. I'm very professional. I don't think I, I don't think anybody has bad mouth for me. I hope not. Um, But I went to a promotion. I think I was in the business maybe four or five months. Mm-hmm. Promoter mm-hmm. came to me. I did my research on them, I looked up the promotion. I'm like, okay, everything looks good. Blase blase. About two hours out from San Antonio, which is where I live. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. I was trying to get some more uh, dog pound people to come with me. Because he was like, hey, if you got some more wrestlers, you know, let me know. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. So I get there. The show goes off with a hitch. I had a fire match with... uh I can't I hate that. I hate her. I don't remember her name, but she is a trainer. She was a trainer at Wow. Um, mm. I always get her name wrong, Melina. Uh, Melina something. I, okay. I feel so bad that I, I butcher her name. But um, had a fire match with her. She was in WWE as well, and now she's a trainer at uh, Wow. Did very good. She told me I did very good. Into my information to Wow. You know, I might get you know, whatever. So did my match with her. And we're waiting around to get paid. The show's over. Um, who was there? There was a uh, another legend there. Sab- Sabu. Okay. Sabu, am I- okay. Sabu was there. That was the main attraction for this particular show. He was the main attraction. Hmm. So uh, we are ready. We, everyone's putting up. We're putting our clothes back on. Everybody's packed up, ready to go. So we're waiting around for the promoter. And I'm like, hey. So I walked up to the bar and said, hey, um, are you paying out right now? oh, no, the other guy is supposed to pay. I said, what other guy? I said, you contacted me. Where's my money? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So he was like, oh, well, let me go see where he's at. I said, Okay, I'm going to come with you Mm because I like I've drove two hours. I just starting off in this business and, you know, this whatever money that, you know, I asked you to be booked for is going to help me get back home. Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So he, he, he walks off. I see him walk off. All right. I'm waiting by the door. Blah, 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 blah. Other wrestlers are coming. Misty, what's going on? I don't know. But they went to go get our money. <laughs> I don't know what's going <laughs> on. They went to go get our money. Y'all just wait. So they go into this room. The other guy comes. Up. He's like, oh, they're in the account of money now. I said, okay, no problem. So we come back out. Uh, there's a known guy around Texas that drives for the ring. His name is Mr. Jack. Mm-hmm. So we're trying mm-hmm. to help Mr. Jack put up the ring. At this time, nobody has been paid. Not even Sabu. Oh. From my knowledge. He, nobody was paid. Yeah. So we're still waiting around. If I tell you the show was over at 10, we probably didn't leave till midnight. Oh, wow. Trying oh, wow. to get our money. So uh, I walked up, knocked on the door. Hey, y'all, y'all done sorting out? Like what we getting? What Like where our money at? Oh, we're, we're still figuring it. Oh, OK. So I go back out. Talk to the rest. I say, hey, y'all, they still figuring out our money. You know, just wait around. Wait right around for y'all coins. If y'all want your coins. Yeah. So we waiting. I'm talking to another wrestler. We're just shooting the breeze, talking about the show, uh, upcoming shows. You know, just talking wrestler talk. Right. Uh, by this time, I think Mr. Jack's ring is halfway put down. So the promoter comes out. He hands me my money.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I count it. It's short. So I let it go. I was like, I just won't work for you anymore. Right. Um. So I say, hey guys, I got my money. Y'all make sure y'all get y'all money. I I help put up uh, some of the stuff for the ring. And then I leave because right by now it's midnight. Yeah. Now it's about 1230. It's about 1230. Wow. So I drive off. Right. The rest of what I was talking to Shambashi, Shambashi called me. He was like, hey, Misty, how much did you get paid? I told him how much I got paid. I said, but it is ten dollars short.
3: It
1: mm-hmm. was like, tell me why he paid me less than half of what I'm worth. I said, how much did he pay you? He's like, forty dollars. Oh, I was like, What? I was like, yeah, we're not coming back. He yeah. said some wrestlers didn't even get paid. Um, he didn't even pay the uh, Mr. Jack, the, the guy that brought the ring. Yeah. And I wow. wish I wish I can tell you this man's name because from what I heard, he has done this multiple times around Texas. He started up a promotion, quote unquote, mm-hmm. say he's going to pay, run the show, and then run off with the money wow so that was my first ever experience like i never i didn't think that people take advantage of people like that you know right yeah um but that yeah that taught me a lot so i remember i was talking to jazz about it she was like that's why you ask for a deposit you ask for half of your money up front and the other half when the job is done or when you get to the venue
0: that's smart I said, okay yeah
1: okay <laughs> i said that i'll say okay say no more coach i got you yeah so just it was a whole bunch of us that were around the san antonio area houston area that got skipped that day wow. and i felt so bad i felt bad because i feel like I, I got what i was you know i got my pay those ten dollars short yeah. um everyone yeah. else got you know lowballed.
0: right yeah I don't,
1: if, I don't know if the guy was scared of me or what but i followed him i'm like i need, <laughs> <laughs> I need my money yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm from houston we don't play about our coins
0: yeah i need my money there you go <laughs> Yeah, I you know it's sad because I've only I didn't know anything about the independent scene until about uh, well March was a year was the first time I ever went to an independent show oh, and wow. just since being around it this little bit of time that I have I uh, yeah you, you you hear a plethora of stories about people having that very problem that you're talking about and it blows me away you know I mean if you're gonna tell somebody something. Uh, <laughs> Keep your word. Come on, you know.
1: Yes.
0: So yeah, and if
1: you know you don't have the money to pay these people, mm-hmm. stop booking. At least nego- negotiate a price that you think is fair for this particular restaurant or don't take the booking.
0: Right. Yeah. No, but that's a good. That's a, a good one. That that piece of advice, you know, get a get a deposit on there. You know, get a
1: deposit. Yeah. yeah. Then you know they're
0: serious about you too. So. Oh. Yep. So.
1: Wow. They know they don't, they don't want to lose you, and they they're they're legit about the business that they're running. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so- you said something. You triggered I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Something yeah. in my brain when you said something. What did you? Oh, I didn't know about the independent scene either. <laughs> did
3: you
0: not? Okay.
1: <laughs> I did, I didn't find. I didn't know there was like wrestling all over until I joined the wrestling school. I had no wow. idea.
0: That's yeah. I had well,
1: I only companies I thought that existed was WWE. Yeah. Like that's it.
0: That's uh
1: so I've been known about the, the business for four years. I also knew that independent wrestling was available for four. I had no idea. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, so for me it was uh one of my friends uh took me to an independent show. Uh it just it was like twenty minutes from my house. And I was like, wow. How did I not know about In this? In your
1: backyard.
0: Yeah. And now what's really cool is I have two of them. One's 15 minutes away from my house. The other one's about 10 minutes away from my house and stuff like, uh, um, Ozark mountain wrestling is right here by me. And then, you know, I also work with diamond state wrestling, which is right here by me. So, you know, it's, a uh, it, it's cool that I have all this cause I went from having nothing and just watching WWE and impact,
1: right.
0: you know, to now, uh, I mean, there's a weekend coming up to where the 28th. There's a show, and then we have a show on the 29th. So I'm just going to have a weekend of wrestling, you know, and it's just going to be great. And I'm only going to be within 20 minutes of my house each night.
1: That's great. So that's great. Yeah. So you must have seen me at Ozark before.
0: I have actually never been to an Ozark show before.
1: Ah, okay. Because so I've I, I've been to two up there. I wrestled up there twice.
0: Okay. So um, I didn't know anything about Ozark until a little later. And there's a whole story behind all of that. I won't get into that. Okay. But yeah, so I was, I I didn't know much about Ozark. And then Diamond is new up here. Uh, I think their first show was January of this year.
1: Oh, they're brand new. Okay. Oh,
0: yeah. But I mean, they've got some pretty cool stuff. Uh, We've been doing all kinds of uh, good things. I'm doing like, I'm one of their backstage correspondents now and all that. So.
1: Okay. look at you. Get
0: it on up there. I know. Go from not knowing anything about independent wrestling in the area to being a backstage correspondent at one of the the shows (laughs) well and i mean it was a dream for me too you know (laughs) i've always wanted to be part of wrestling
1: do you think you would have known about the wrestling as far as the independent scene if it wasn't for your friend taking you to a show
0: i really don't know you know uh it, it was crazy because i uh i had just started this podcast like two weeks before I went to that show. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I would have seen it, but it was, so what it was, it's my, uh, my son's stepdad. Um, I was like, Hey, I would like to take, I would like to take you know, the boy to a show, but you want to go with us that, you know, because I mean, that's an important moment for you too, because me and yeah. him both like wrestling, you know? And so I was very grateful that, you know, he respected, my position enough to allow me to be part of that as well and not just take my son to a show without me, you know, but um, you know, he uh, took me to that. We had a great time. I was hooked as soon as I saw that because it was Luke Langley and Duke Cornell was the main event of uh, that, of that first show I went to, but I I really, I can't tell you whether I would know about it or not. Um, Maybe because I know the ones that are, are here promote really well. And so I'm sure I would have seen it eventually. I just don't know how long it would have taken me to find it.
1: Okay. Yeah. It probably would have been a little bit longer. It would probably would have been a little bit longer than what it was.
0: Okay. A little bit longer. And I mean, it did it change my podcast too, because when I first, my first episode, I tell people don't listen to it because it, <laughs> it, it's horrible. You know, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to do a podcast and um i had been been doing another one with a friend of mine and it got really political and so i kind of was like hey i don't want to do this i'm gonna start my own thing and i had so many ideas and i didn't know what i wanted to do and then i ended up starting interviewing people and it's kind of morphed into what it is now and i interview wrestlers and musicians and voice actors and everything else
1: that's cool so you had a wide variety of uh, people you were interviewing that's cool
0: yeah i uh I actually, just a few weeks ago, I had, uh, you know what Dragon Ball Z is? Yes. I had uh, a voice actor from Dragon Ball Z on my show just a few weeks ago.
1: That's great.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of goes all over the place. But I love doing this. And I'm glad that I was able to jump into this because then it opened my eyes to Texas wrestling, Oklahoma, you know, Missouri, all these different places. And now I've got wrestling all over the place, you know. (laughs) I've got subscription to MPX on Twitch, even so.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like I said, like I was saying at first, like wrestling is so diverse. Like, it is. oh my god.
0: Yeah, but, but you cool. know,
1: okay.
0: it, It's a big part. You know, I I love wrestling. My wife gets annoyed by it because I talk about it all the time. But you know, whatever. Yeah. That's okay. My That's significant
1: all right. other does too. <laughs> He does. But I got him in. So, you know, he hopefully he'll be debuting somewhere soon. Oh,
0: cool. Well, I've got. So I've got my kids. They'll go to the shows. And then my wife every once in a while, she'll be like, I'll go to a show with you. You know, she's been to a few of them. In fact, I think uh, that weekend of wrestling, we're probably going to be going to both shows. I mean, I'll be working one of them, but I think she's going to bring the kids to that one. And then we're going to go to the other one as well.
1: That is cool. Okay. Yeah. It's a family affair.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Make it a family <laughs> affair.
1: <laughs> and you know, they're going to be sleep because kid, all you got to do is go ahead and cheer. You can say whatever I can. <gasps> <laughs> I And they'd be so hoarse and tired in the car. It would be oh, yeah. perfect.
0: Oh yeah. It's a good way to wear them out.
1: Absolutely. It's like going to an amusement park, but way cheaper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do you have any hobbies?
1: I love shopping. I don't know what else. Okay. <laughs> I love shopping. shopping and I love collecting Scooby-Doo uh, memorabilia. Really? I am a huge Scooby-Doo fan. Like I have a whole shelf of Scooby-Doo stuff, blankets, cups, candles, uh figurines, clocks, like you can name it.
0: Is there any particular Scooby-Doo that you like? Like do you like the old cartoons? Do you like the movies?
1: My favorite is the movies, like okay. the old, well, lies, the old school movie ones, like don't Sarah don't... Michelle Geller. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And uh, my second favorite one is the theme song from a pup named Scooby Doo. That is my favorite yeah. theme song. Okay. Like that's the Scooby Doo I love. The newer Scooby Doo is okay. <laughs> I haven't seen the Velma. Everyone like, you should watch the Velma. It's all right. I'm like um. Oh. I love Nemo, but I don't think I love her enough to, like, watch it by, by herself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Oh. I mean, Scooby-Doo's awesome, you know? I... he
1: is. Like, oh, my God, I freaking love you.
0: <laughs> so do you do, like the Funkos
1: and stuff, too? No. You know what? Uh, a podcaster asked me about that, and I haven't seen one. Really? Okay. No, I have not seen one. But if it's Scooby-Doo, I'll probably collect it. Yeah. <laughs> I know they have a whole bunch of makeup, um, Scooby-Doo makeup at Walmart right now, but I haven't been to Walmart that has it.
0: Oh, no. Well, you're going to have to find it.
1: I know. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to find it because I'm in the Scooby-Doo, uh, Scooby-Doo fan group and they be posting everything. I'm like, wait, what's oh! And they're all, <laughs> all over the world. So they be in like New York and North Carolina. I'm like, mail me some. I will pay you. Mail yeah. me some. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. I love collecting Scooby-Doo stuff.
0: I'm kind of that way with Power Rangers and stuff cuz you know I oh, grew up Pro on Power
1: Ranger head okay. Oh
0: yeah. I grew up with that, you know, I was sitting in front of the TV when the first episode aired at my grandma's house. Oh. So, yeah, I remember it and so like I've got I, I collect the Funko's and they have like this it's called the Lightning Collection uh which is their a lot of the figurines and stuff that they do and uh oh yeah, I'm all the time trying, I've got one that I'm waiting on. Let's see. I've got what's today's date the 17th the 17th?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: 17th so i have i think 15 more days 16 more days yeah 16 more days and then there should be a uh, anniversary uh, green ranger funko that's being mailed to me
1: so, oh that's yeah. gonna be cool
0: i'm i'm so- really stoked about that
1: so I have a friend called uh, Zach Mayhem. He has a podcast. He's had four of the Power Rangers on his podcast. Really? So you'll probably be, yeah, you'll probably be very interested in listening to it. Um.
0: What's the name of his it? name? Is,
1: his name is Zach Mayhem.
0: Zach Mayhem. Okay. Is that the mm-hmm. name of his podcast too?
1: That's the name of his podcast too. Yep.
0: I'm writing that down right and now. And
1: he's had, uh, the, I think, the pink Power Ranger, the yellow one, the black one, the blue one all on his show if i'm not mistaken but i i, I remember what yeah you should definitely check it out that i
0: definitely will i'm actually part of a podcast network called Zio to hero and uh they are um zeo being based off of power rangers you know and uh they are known as the and skull of podcasting they were even deemed that by the guys who play and skull from the show so uh, yeah, we we're always talking about Power Rangers and stuff, and I've had them on the podcast a few times. But I'm definitely gonna have to look up Zach Mayhem.
1: Yes, Zach okay. Mayhem. Mm-hmm. I'm John. I'm I'm actually looking it up right now to make sure I'm giving you correct information because <laughs> you'll probably be like Misty, Lott, There's no Zach Mayhem. Man, yeah. <laughs> but I know he spells his name differently. So yeah, I okay. don't worry. Before we get off, you have it.
0: Okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you have any goals set for the next year when it comes to your wrestling?
1: Yes, um, I want to make it to other states. Um, I okay. think I just broke broke the tip of the iceberg this past you know year mm-hmm. with um, going to Oklahoma and Arkansas. Uh, I want to get to other states. Like, I at least want to scratch out six more states yeah. uh, next year. Okay. And uh, I also want to reach a peak where I collect more championships and wrestle more women. Um, I've always said, I want to wrestle every single woman in this business, whether they're green or at the top of the mountain. Cause I know I can learn something from the bottom to the top. Yeah. Yeah. So those two goals I'm still working towards. I know I won't be able to wrestle every woman, but I will, I like the fact to know that I tried. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so
0: there is a, uh, so we have somebody in our, uh, in Diamond State Wrestling, that um, I, I believe that she lives in Texas, and i You may have wrestled her before. Have you ever wrestled Emmy Camacho? Emmy Camacho, uh-huh. no,
1: but you we haven't. have crossed paths before.
0: You have crossed paths. So that's our yeah. that's our women's champion at Diamond State.
1: Okay, I've seen her post titles uh, of the yeah. championship on her page. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. and then yes. uh, Olivier Vegas uh, was the uh, woman who was. She was our inaugural champion.
1: I wrestled Olivia before. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. I wrestled her before. Mm-hmm. She's a good. She's a great competitor as well. She is. Yeah. But Emmy looks like Emmy looks like she can pack a little power. That's why I I want to wrestle her too. She's on my list. <laughs> she's so on my the,
0: list. the first show that I took my daughter to that she was at, she ended up getting a T-shirt of hers. So she's a big Aww. Emmy fan. So yeah yeah it's uh like i said women's wrestling is a big deal when it comes to her and then you know my son he just loves watching it and he tells me that he he thinks i'm famous i guess so (laughs) because i always talk to all these people that and he's like oh my dad's famous i'm like okay yeah
1: (laughs) He, he okay yeah you know how kids are. They feel like if you're on TV, you're famous. So.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to tell him any different, though, if that, that's the of way Of course, he wants look, to feel. I'm not going to stop you. Exactly. Because <laughs> you shouldn't. So we're kind of coming up close to a close here, but I do have a few more questions that I wanted to ask you before I get you off of here.
1: Okie doke.
0: Um, do you have any words of advice for somebody who's maybe just starting out or wanting to get started in wrestling?
1: Um. Don't give up. The first day is always the hardest. But if you can push past what your body is telling you and go with your mind of keep going, Mm -hmm. you'll be able to achieve what you wanted to achieve. Because the first day is always the hardest.
0: All right. So, And if people want to follow you online, how can they do that?
1: They can follow me at M-Y-S-T-I-I because I'm twice as good as you. Marks M A R K S on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter.
0: Okay, well, you just got a new Facebook account, didn't you? Uh, because didn't didn't something happen to the old one?
1: Yeah. Okay. So the old one got hacked, and so I turned the face. So I end up turning. I end up getting a page instead of another Facebook um, gotcha. account. Uh-huh. So the page, um, if it's me with three, it's grayed out. If it's me with three championships, that is the correct page. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. And is there anything coming up maybe that you're excited
1: about? Yes, so this weekend I will be at TSW in Dallas, Texas. Um so if you go to TSW Instagram page, you can look that up. I also will be at I'll also be in Austin, Texas making my debut at Uncanny Attractions. That is on the 27th, that Friday. So if you guys want to come out and support that, that would be great. Um Dog Pound is having the show in Castroville, Texas, where Maddie Rankowski she got my championship. She will be there defending her title, so check it out.
0: All right. And is there anything maybe that you want to bring up before I get you off of here?
1: No, I think, I think as we went on, and stuff started popping in my head, so I just said it, so I think we're good on that part.
0: All right, sounds good. Well, it has been a lot of fun talking to you tonight. I've really enjoyed this. <laughs> And uh, I can't wait to see what you do next.
1: Thank you. I'm excited. Thank you for having me on. This was fun.
0: It definitely was. All right. You have a great night.
2: You too. Bye. Riddle me this. What do you get when you get three Paringer fans who also write Parenter fan fictions and upload them on separate podcasts and YouTube channels, and you happen to put the three of them together and they form a unique Parenter storyline. Here's your answer, you get the three ranger bros, who is myself, Ty Tiger, the Red Corner Ranger, Mark, and the cosplay dude Sixty Seven. we are the three ranger bros and we came up with the idea called Power Rangers Global, a storyline where four different rangers from different universes team up to save universe 2118, a universe ruled by the gods. Now if you want to hear Power Rangers Global, you can find it on Tiger Tales, the YouTube channel, and Nerds Through Comics, the podcast. And you can find that podcast anywhere that podcast can be listened to. So one more time, that's Power Rangers Global on Tiger Tales, the YouTube channel, and Nerds Through Comics, the podcast.
0: Hey, avid podcast listener, come on over to the Zero to Hero podcast to listen to... Billy, and Jimmy, myself, talk about all kinds of things from the Nerdverse, Power Rangers, Gundams, anime, random TV shows, diseases, economic turmoil, and how to scam people on crypto.
3: All right, Deputy. Dispatch says there's a gas station robbery in progress. Fire it up and let's go. Uh, Deputy? Deputy! Ow! What's wrong with you? Didn't you hear me? I'm sorry, Sheriff. I was just really wrapped up in this story on Peculiar Turnips. You're listening to stories about turnips? No, Peculiar Turnips. It's a podcast with all original stories. Oh, it's a trip. Some of these would be nightmare fuel if they weren't so daggone funny. Some of them will hit you in the feels, too. Is that why you were laughing and crying earlier? Well, yeah. Oh, I thought you got your medication mixed up or something. Oh, come on. Where else will you hear a story about a lovesick boy who throws a penny in a wishing well, makes a wish for a happily ever after, but a strange man inside the well keeps giving the penny back because his wish is impossible to grant? Or the one about a rose garden that replays your memories right in front of you? I kind of teared up over that one. Uh, how long does it take to rob a gas station again? Uh, Not too awful long. Why? We probably got time to listen to one of them stories. For strange, original, and mostly family-friendly stories that you'll never hear anywhere else, catch Peculiar Turnips on Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcasts, or visit PeculiarTurnips.Libsyn.com. That's PeculiarTurnips.Libsyn.com. Come out to the garden for a homegrown story.
0: All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Misty Marks. I know that I really enjoyed talking to her, and I just want to say thank you to her for being on the podcast and uh, taking time out of her busy schedule to come on here and talk with me about wrestling. I also want to say thank you to my podcast networks, the OIW Podcast Network, the Avenue Podcast Network, and the zio to hero Podcast Network. Um, if you're looking for something new to listen to, go to one of these places, and you can find all kinds of great content. While you're waiting on an episode of I Adapt to drop, go and listen to some of these unique uh, podcasts in these networks that I'm a part of. Uh, you've heard uh, the Zio Hero podcast. The guys from there—they have been on my show. I've had uh, Willie, who is Cosplay Dude Six Three Seven, on here. I've had all kinds of different people on here, and they have great episodes and podcasts of their own, and so go out there and listen to their stuff as well while you're waiting on mine. I'm actually going to be having um, another one of the guys from the Discord group on um, on this next episode, and that is uh, Ty. He has the uh, Tiger Tells on YouTube and uh, the the Lost Episodes and all these different podcasts that he does. Uh, that we're going to come on and talk about next week, and we're just going to kind of nerd out. He's a dad like me, and we're just going to have a great time talking, and so I'm looking forward to that. But like I said, if you're looking for a podcast, go to one of these podcast networks and find something to listen to because they all have great content on there. I also have merch out. Um, As you know, my wife makes all my merch. So go and hit her up if you want a t-shirt or a sticker or a mug or something like that. It's Cups and Teas by Stacia. I uh, also want to say thank you to D-Cure for making my ending theme song for me. I love having it on here. If you like the way it sounds when you hear me say I love you at the end, then that is him. And uh, if you like that, go out there and give him some love. Listen to some of his music. He has all kinds of great stuff. I believe he just had a new album that just came out. So... I also want to say thank you to Original Geek Comics for allowing me to be part of their Paladin comic book. I'm going to be having Nick Helms back on the show here really soon, in the next few weeks, I believe. So, uh, be looking for that as well. And I uh, just want to say thank you to them for allowing me to be a part of that and advertise my podcast in their comic books. I'm also part of the Diamond State Wrestling Rare Cut. Um, I'm not currently doing that show per se, but I am in the works of doing something new, and I promise I'll be telling you guys what it is here soon. I'm also doing the backstage correspondent for them. So we have a show that's coming up on October 29th. Make sure that you come to that, get your tickets. We've got uh, some great matches that are going to be there that night. And we're also having a Halloween costume contest as well. So... Show up, dressed up, have a great time, and uh, I can't wait to see you guys there. As we're talking, I'm all over social media, um, and if you guys want to follow me on there, you can go to any of them and look up If You Give a Dad a podcast, and you can find me there. I look forward to hearing from you guys if you guys want to send me a message on there. Also, if you would like to send me an email, you can send it to giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you guys. Tell me what you want to hear. Um, I had somebody reach out to me the other day asking about having a certain guest on the show, and I was able to secure that guest to be on towards the end of December. So uh, be looking out for that. And if you guys send me those, I will try my best to get these people on. Also, go out there, rate and review this episode. Like, share, and subscribe. Give me a five-star review if you enjoy this show. That way, more people will be able to see it the more people that rate it. And also, hit that notification bell. That way, you are notified when a new episode of iGadap is available. So we've reached the end of another great episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. And it is now time for Billy's favorite part of the episode. And that is Dad Joke of the Week. <laughs> so I had another uh, DBZ one, so I'm going to go with that uh, because I just love these. What did Vegeta say when he got his tuition bill? It's over 9000 <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jared! Get over! God dang it! Get over here, Jared. Uh, I swear (laughs) to Jesus. (laughs) All right, everybody. I love you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful week. And I will see you next time.
3: Bye. room rounded, but I got a podcast on, he calls us beautiful people, then tells us who we have on, the best part of my day, the world blocked out in my pods, tell my friends all about it so that they follow along, and the host is kinda nerdy, but guess what I am as well, I don't feel so alone, and I began walking out of my shell, heard a story, I needed a connection I haven't felt, I'll be looking for the next one, tell them farewell, it's the podcast for me. The podcast for me. Have it on better, see and listen closely. Download into the remote.
1: This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.